Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning, 27th of July, 2021, 10.28am. I hope you're all safe and well, wherever you are joining us from. Let's get straight into it. We've got a huge show ahead, uh, starting off with group racing from down in Victoria. Saturday night at the Meadows, Quarra Bale added another group one to her already glittering CV after winning the maturity final classic for Andrea Daly. Also there, the group three fireball final was won by Jeff Britton's Hank the Hustler. Uh, 2008 Golden Easter Egg winning trainer Max Burdekin passed away over the weekend at age 84. A builder, a star tennis and squash player, turned his hand successfully to training greyhounds. Condolences to Evelyn and the family from everybody at Sky Racing. Jungle Juice yesterday trialled at Bathurst, going very, very quickly. Uh, he's nommed for Dubbo this Saturday, but if the 516 metre noms lack, he will go over 600, according to co-owner Brian Jaggers. And, of course, the Million Dollar Chasers commencement has been halted, originally meant to kick off Sunday, August 8, at Tamora, but will now start at Dubbo on August 14. Further info at thedogs.com.au, along with all of the updated COVID protocols. Uh, going through New South Wales racing for the last seven days, last Tuesday, North Lismore trainer Steve Locker picked up a double. One of those winners, Hello Rumble, goes around again tonight at Lismore in race six, tab three, but does have to get past the Clarence Valley Sheds Grafton Maiden Heat winner and runner-up of the final in Blue Carrot. Last Wednesday, last Wednesday rather, Lorraine Atchison, trained King Power, extended his unbeaten winning streak to six when stretching out over 472 metres at Bulleye. The former equal track record holder up the Richmond Straight won two days later on Friday, up that very straight track at Richmond, making it seven on the bounce. Sharon Gray and Tony Forbes each picked up a double at Warhope also last Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, Ettrick Conditioner Chris Supple left the casino track with three winners from the top of the state to the bottom. Alan Clare and Greg Mills both trained doubles at Wagga. Also, worth noting, Collison broke through for Sean Evans and Chris Nutt, named after legendary greyhound journo Jeff Collison. That was last Thursday at Dapto. Uh, then to Friday, multiple Group 1 winner Wow won again at Goulburn, uh, going 1-100th outside his own track record over the 440 metres and another massive haul for Team McKay, also at the Gardens on Friday with Zipping Garth and Zipping Lily's sons, Riley and Maserati, to the fore. Two Saturdays ago, we had King Power and here comes Jogo, 17.48 up the Richmond Strait of 324 metres for track records. Saturday just gone, uh, that record has been broken again. Twice, in fact, in race nine, here comes Joe, broke his own record, along with King Powers going 17.36. But a race later in the last of the day, cool Chevy Magic for Alan Proctor went 1.100th quicker at 17.35, despite wanting to push out to the middle of the track at around about $15. Charmaine Roberts trained four winners at Dubbo. We'll chat to Shane Stiff shortly. The Gardens, explosive venom went 0.13 off Zipping Bailey's 515-metre track record. That was some performance. And at Dapto Ice Cream Story on Saturday night, won a handy free-for-all quite comfortably in the end. We'll chat to Dave Smith very, very soon. Sunday, Gary Smith picked up a quaddie of winners at Grafton on Sunday. Brian Barrington also picked up a double there. And yesterday, on Monday, Miss Esme for Jack Smith stepped out successfully over 600 metres for the first time at Bathurst yesterday. Road spike continues to improve for Leedsdale trainer Paul Roach going 29.72. 
And another track record went by the wayside last night with line of equality going 35.95 over the 6.30 at Nara. Zipping Riley got the night off to a great start for long odds on favourite punters at Maitland. Another out of the Garth and Lily Litter. But the story of the evening at Maitland was young trainer Georgia Howard, who trained a double with her second and third ever runners. We'll chat to Georgia later in the show. Let's get stuck into a massive edition of Going Greyhounds. And little drink mower, she pinged out. She's flying at the judge. Leading from Ebby Jet Power, who's just had to check off heels. Ice Cream Stories into a beautiful place. Running into second spot. Then Ivy Conniving, well back on the rocks. And last is Angel Glow. Drink mower down the back. Ice Cream Story went for a rails run. It wasn't there initially, but she went again. And she got through Ice Cream Story. She dashed away from Drink Mower and Ebby Jet Power. And Ice Cream Story bolts home, wins it by six. That was an explosive. Explosive win beating Ebby Jet Power and Drink Mowat. They've followed Angel Glow Ivy. Can there was Ice Cream Story winning on Saturday night at Dapdo in the free for all. David Smith joins us. Dave, you could certainly tell it was a first look around Dapdo. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Uh, she looked a bit lost and did a little bit wrong around Dapdo for the first time, but that all bodes well with the future and just another experience under her belt. Yeah, she has trolled fast there before. So, um, yeah, she'll, she'll definitely improve from that. The, the bigger tracks seem to suit her better, the Richmond and the like, but, um, yeah, she'll, get, she'll have to get used to it with the way the conditions are at the moment. She found plenty of bother there. Yeah, she, uh, she certainly... She's come off second best a few times, so she's still learning her way to handle herself in a field, and I think once it gets to single-file racing, that's when we see the best of her. She's yep. probably going to be suited over a bit further, the 600, but... Um, Still, she's eligible for the Opal, and I'm not sure what's happening with that at the moment, but we're sort of trying to hold back for that. Yeah, okay. She's $21 with Tab for the Million Dollar Chase. Is that the eventual target? Oh, I'll definitely have a crack at that. Yeah, obviously, she's fast enough, but she just mm. needs needs luck because um, a lot of those free-for-all dogs have a bit more early pace than her, but mm. certainly we'll go around the tracks and trying to get her qualified because if she gets an inside box and has some luck, she, she can run the time to win that sort of race. Absolutely. What what sort of path do you think you'll take to get there, Dave? Like, where will you head? Oh, Richmond is the yep. obvious one. Yep. Um, and then possibly, you know, we'll, we'll see how she goes at Bulleye this week. She, she was uh, schooled there as a pup, so she okay. can trial fast there on her own. But sort of in the last race there, um, Ebby Infrared outpaced her, but she, she was working into that race really nicely until she got bought down, and I think she would have given it a run for its money. So, yeah. Those are the tracks I think we'll look at with her. What about the rest of the team, Dave? Uh, Prim and Proper, Super Estrella, all going well? Yeah, Super Estrella. She'll probably, you know, she'll be aimed at the same the same race. Prim and Proper needs a bit further. Okay. Um, Cowgirl Ethics is the other one I've got, which has a different racing pattern, and she'll probably look to qualify through Dapdo, Gosford, or, or Nowra if we can get there. Um, that, that'll be her go. And just quickly, on that Barsha Bell Red Sox ethics litter, uh, starting to come on nicely, G. A couple of them, not with too much luck, but they're starting to come on nicely, aren't they? They are. Look, they, there's not much between the whole lot. Um, unfortunately, we, we lost two of them and um, through accidents. And um, But, yeah, there's not a lot through, through the whole lot. And Calamity Ethics, she hasn't had much luck, but she can go... She can go as good as any of them, I think. Just, uh, she just needs to mature a lot. They're very immature, so... 
Very good, Dave. Thanks for coming on. Uh, very excited about Ice Cream Story, especially after that performance on the weekend. Uh, we may not have seen the best of adjusters yet, and hopefully we do in the coming months. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thanks for having me. Dave Smith there joining us with Ice Cream Story, repeating $21 for the Tab Million Dollar Chase. Off to our next guest. Racing, Henry keeping second away. First out, Tiny Lama joined by Henry keeping and share the moment. The inside up to four Lee keeping in the last three. Lonnie Swift, Mulla Mulla Margent, Arrogant Andy. Henry took over. Henry went to the lead on the corner. Lee keeping is the pursuer. It's Henry in front. Keep him going, Henry. And Henry keeping from Lee keeping. Third home was Lonnie Swift and fourth in Tiny Lama. Well back, share the moment. It Four winners on the home deck at Dawson Park. Dubbo on Saturday night for Shane Stiff. And then another winner yesterday at Bathurst. Uh, congratulations yourself and Charmaine. The team seems to be flying, Shane. Yeah, thanks, Mark. And uh, good morning to you and all your listeners. Yeah, mate, uh, I'm actually not training the dogs anymore. Charmaine mm. from her little holiday, so... She's took over and they're all going a lot better, I think, now. No, it's a team effort, Shane. Come on. Mate, I don't touch them. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with my, my way. I, I pack me bags and <laughs> How are you keeping, Shane? You're well? Mate, it's been real good, real good. It's out here at Dubbo in uh, God's country where uh, we're going pretty good. The COVID's not affecting us out here. We've got no lockdowns or anything, so it's real good. We're racing and um, um, the dogs are going good, so it, it's good. What uh, you you must be the the lucky owner or the the lucky part of the team anyway, Shane. But just on COVID, in terms of the the Dubbo Club and the track, uh, what have the effects been, or, or have there been any? Mate, other than the temperature testing and 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 back to social distancing that now for the last four or six meetings, um, it, 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 it's no different. You know, we're in the middle of winter now. It's nice and cold. We have got the big fire pit going. Um, mm. So the crowds are down a little bit because we haven't had any big races, but it's it's still it's all pretty good, you know. Uh, I said, well, luckily at Dubbo we've had we've had no cases, and COVID doesn't get much mention. The only hassle we got now is everywhere you go, you got to wear your mask. Yeah, yeah, of course, but but everybody's doing the right thing and, and sticking to the rules. Yeah, yeah, it, it's real good. As I said, Orange has just been in a, a week's lockdown, and that's been hard. To, a fair few of our local trainers got caught up in that and couldn't race at Dubbo last week, and. It made a little bit of luck for Charmaine in a couple of small fields and, mm. and Wes McDonald and uh, Mina Jin and all that. It, it, it's hard on a lot of them people, but everyone offered them support. And the, the dog industry, uh, we're pretty resilient. We did go through a fair bit four or five years ago, made everyone a lot stronger. Mm. Um, we all know what that was, what the dirty rotten government tried to do to us, but we're back bigger and better. And this is just another stumbling block in the hurdle. But the whole country, the whole world's going through it. So what can we do? Yeah, absolutely. We'll speak to Amanda Jin shortly as well. I wanted to ask you about Sienna Keeping. Uh, she's been in WA after having a fair bit of success for for your team and and Charmaine's team. Uh, what was the what was the story there? She was going um, well for you. Yeah, well, G Week have got a lot of new stupid rules in, and this arm's length rule. She couldn't come to me and couldn't come to you know my son or anyone tangled with uh, Keeping Kennels. So we had to sell her over to Perth to Terry Erinshaw. Copy, copy. Um, yeah, that's that's the only reason I wish she'd probably still be here racing, you know. Okay. Um, Terry doesn't know whether she's missing Charmaine or missing the girls or what, so uh, she hasn't set the world on fire over there. But we do send a, a lot of dogs to Perth to race. Maybe it's that, um, it's maybe it's that fresh country air, Shane. Yeah. Shane, maybe it's that fresh country air she's missing. Oh, 
mate, it is a nice place in the world. It is a real good place over there. You know, that the prize money's good and their tracks mm. are good. So mm. uh, we, we intend on sending a fair few. Actually, uh, I've been on the phone to Brad Cook all morning, about four or five of these dogs that raced on, uh, yeah, okay. on Saturday night. So a few of them might be around for too long. Okay. What's the best of your and Charmaine's lot at the moment? Oh, Harrison keeping that won the first. Uh, yep. He's a very, very nice dog. Okay. Um, uh, you have the young pups, like Memphis went good and, and Squiggle's a, a favourite of the of the teams. But um, Harrison, he, he might have a bit of a future. Harrison keeping, that's one to write down. Shane, thanks for coming on. Always good to hear from you and especially get an update on the dogs and the track there at Dubbo. Uh, I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Yeah, well, we got, we're supposed to be first cab off the rank with the million dollar heats on the Absolutely, uh, yeah. Let's, let's hope that uh, that can all come to uh, fruition and we get the heats out in the, uh, out in the bush and then the big final at Wanny Park is uh, the greyhound industry in New South Wales and that it is uh, now one of our mentors for million dollar chokes. Yeah, Dubbo Greyhound Club. Just Google that for any more information. Uh, Shane Stiff, thanks for coming on. Thanks, mate. Ta. Shane Stiff, we'll head to a break here on Going Greyhounds. Prague, new to Kiora in 2021. He ticks all the boxes. He's a lovely physical. He's very natural and he's got a beautiful temperament. Prague takes the lead at the 175. Prague going well in the lead. Push right out Prague. Beat Global Quest second. Prague got the upper hand at the 100 and starts to draw away now Prague. Prague goes on to win it. Prague, a multiple two-year-old group winning son of Redoute's choice. New to Kiora in 2021. Is your business recruiting? Nova Employment has over 1,500 people with diverse abilities ready to make a positive difference in your workplace. I'm Sammy from Sedec Motor Group at Eldersley. We continue to hire from Nova Employment as they provide workers that are dependable and have a willingness to learn. I definitely recommend other employers focus on ability. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. Action and fun with Hancock's Racing Number 10 Limited. Own and race seven horses for three years, $1,450, no more to pay. All by top 20 size in leading stables in five states. For PDS, call 03-5274-9171. Website, hancocks.com.au. Is it time to switch your home loan? Athena Home Loans now has one of the lowest fee-free variable home loan rates in Australia. And our customers are saving thousands. Low rates and no fees. Two of the ways Athena is helping Aussies pay down their home loans faster. Check out athena.com.au to see how much you can save. Standard credit criteria, terms, conditions and government charges apply. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds, 10.43am. Mark Olmus with you. Good to have your company. Amanda Jin joins us now on the line from the Central West, just past Orange, Q Dell. Good morning to you, uh, Amanda. Thanks for coming on. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Thanks for oh, having me. I'm very well. How are you keeping out there? Safe and sound? Good. Yep, safe and sound, not for fresh air. Yeah, very good to hear. Now, it's a tough time for many. Um, how have... Tell us, because the, the reason we're getting in touch, we were made aware of a, a Facebook post and basically telling how Jer and SW have um, supported you and, and can help support the rest of the greyhound industry. Tell us more. Well, that's correct. So, like, I just, you know, sent a lot of posts on Facebook about people unaware, 
that, you know, they're entitled to things and how hard it was for them mm. and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm pretty busy, so I, you know, tried to contact people individually and stuff like that to make them aware of what rebates Greyhound Racing had because Wayne Billet's been in touch and they've just been absolutely fantastic trying to support everybody and not everyone was aware that there is support for people out there, like, in these mm. kind of positions. So, you know, like I did a post and really ranting and raving isn't going to help, you know. There's, you know, Facebook isn't a counselling machine. So I just did a post in general to try and make people aware what they were entitled to and everything like that and just try to uplift people's spirits to make the best of a bad situation. So there were some good responses and stuff like that and people weren't aware of some rebates and, you know, now people have got a bit of money in their pockets and that'll get them through to when they can race and we've just all got to hold down and hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely, which is fantastic from JRNSW to know that there is support. I, uh, I implore you to go and check out the website to those listening that aren't aware of what you're uh, entitled to. Go and check out thedogs.com.au. Um, what about for yourself personally, along with your family and trying to trying to make an income? How has this time impacted you, Amanda? Um, oh, well, obviously, we've lost money. You know, we had um, 11 or 12 dogs engaged last weekend between Gunnedah and Dubbo and you know, you just got to take it on the chin and I'd rather be safe and, you know, follow the rules and make sure mm. everything's right. You know, there were some new cases in our area, so, you know, just stayed home. The dogs got scratched, that's fine, but we've got some marvellous owners that were all, you know, completely understanding and they've been in touch and checking up on us all the time and it was just, you know, just one of them things. You just got to ride through it and hopefully at 11.59 tonight, we're out of jail. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, <laughs> tell us, tell us about over the last what are we looking at? Sixteen months since COVID hit. What are some of the the silver linings you've found or you've you've learned? Um, well, just you know, make sure we're aware that you know you don't take things for granted. So mm. you know, I'm glad I don't live in Sydney. I was raised there, but you know, country life is. You know, we've got a great family unit up here with the greyhounds and all that and everyone checks on each other and if something goes wrong with someone everyone always steps in to help each other you know whether it's broadcast or it's not or we just do it between ourselves but you know COVID's a hard thing and there's a lot of people that have died and a lot of people that have sick you know and you just got to think you're the lucky ones if you still wake up every morning and you're breathing well you know and you're not on a ventilator well there's mm. a bonus and you've got those beautiful greyhounds to, to look after yep. too. How are your team going? Yeah, correct. That's Yeah, they're good. So we've got about 30-plus here, some pre-trainers, some pups, some retired ones. So there's, you know, probably 50-plus on the property and another broody's just arrived to be whelped and we've got our hands full. So nothing's really changed from us. It just actually gave us a chance to catch up on some things and um, even with not racing, you know, like everyone got wormed and, everything mm. like that. So they've all had a spell and we worked on some dogs and spent time with the pups that'll be ready to go to breakers in about three or four months. So, you know, nothing's really affected us out here except apart from the racing mm. side of things. So it's we've caught up on a lot of things and all the dogs are in good nick, ready to go for when we're allowed to go racing. Terrific stuff, Amanda. I, I really enjoy not only your positive attitude, but your, your, your can-do attitude and um I was reading as well, you're obviously willing to help anybody that needs a hand out that way, which is um, just fantastic to see. Uh, thanks for coming on and, and, and sharing a bit about the, the, the current times out there in QDAL. No worries, Mark. Thanks for having me and hope everyone stays safe. Yeah, well said. Amanda Jin joining us on Going Greyhounds. Another short break before we catch up with Dr Alicia Fuller. 
It's that time of year again. BloodstockAuction.com are holding their annual Stallion Cover Charity Auction, proudly supporting Ronald McDonald House Charities Greater Western Sydney. The past 18 months have been incredibly tough, and Ronald McDonald House need our help more than ever. Donate a Stallion Cover, purchase a Stallion Cover in the auction, or make a monetary donation today at BloodstockAuction.com. Bidding opens 7pm Thursday, July 29, with the final countdown commencing at 7pm Tuesday, August 3. Visit bloodstockauction.com for details. Skipped breakfast. Morning, Jared. You said your families are up there, but you can't see them. Why is that? And are you allowed to go to coffee shops? Are you allowed to go to the beach? No, see, the girls are up here. They've won the lot of the girls. they got to fly up and get a free hotel and don't have to do anything. they just get lunch and breakfast and dinner sorted for them. They can go to the beach. And we're, we're stuck in the hotel, mate. We're, we're only allowed to leave the hotel for training. So we're just in our room or in the team room, mate, and masks not everywhere. And I'm looking at the golf course now, and there's a big grand fence around it, so we can't even go for a walk around the golf course. Now shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back. 10.49am. Great to have your company. And just quickly, the Australian cricket team record an ODI win against the West Indies. Joining us now on the line, Dr Alicia Fuller. Uh, Dr Fuller, great to have you on, the General Manager of GAP NSW. We've got you on to tell us about the Greyhounds as Pets New South Wales initiative. Good morning to you. Good morning and thank you for having us on this morning. No, great to have you on. We should probably be doing it more often really to talk about these wonderful animals and how they make such great pets. Uh, oh, can you do. can you elaborate on the new short-term fostering program that GAP NSW have sorted out? Yeah, so um, we sort of realised that during, you know, this lockdown this time, obviously our restrictions are moving, you know, almost on a weekly or fortnightly basis. So uh, rather than last year where we all knew that we were sort of in lockdown for a long time and could make plans, um, we realised that people are sort of living week to week and our usual foster programme um, is usually about six weeks long. Um, and we thought, well, people just don't know what they're going to be doing in six weeks' time. Mm. So we thought, well... You know, if we can get these greyhounds out to experience some homes and get some people experiencing what fantastic pets make in, in sort of a, a shorter period, that, that would be equally as beneficial. So we went for a 14-day foster experience. Yeah, um, ter- people can, yeah. S- sounds terrific. And, and anybody who's interested will be provided with uh, food, uh, bowl bedding for two weeks, and, and they can yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And you get, you know, your, your new best friend to accompany on your you on your daily exercise and walking around your neighborhood for a couple of weeks um, and it's sort of you know people who've maybe not had a dog before or been thinking about one for a while um, a greyhound is a, a great you know way to to see how how that would fit into your um your life and dr fuller i was reading that the conversion rate's quite good people that uh take on these greyhounds for a, a short period of time uh, to end up holding on to them yeah, no, uh, we uh, we love our um, the, the team turned the foster fail, so we love that. So we've um, actually last week um, we had sort of five or six uh, greyhounds that actually went out for the fourteen day experience, and of those, a lot of people have already said that they'd like to keep them a bit longer. So we're hoping that sort of at least people who try you know try them for the short term might keep them for the full six week foster period, which means that they just get such a great experience of living in a home. Um, and then we do also hope sometimes that, you know, people will just fall in love with them and, and adopt them at the end as well. Yeah, that's just terrific. What about last year during lockdown, like for you and your team in terms of interest from the public to adopt? It would have been through the roof. 
it was it was amazing, um, and it's great to see that um, we've had you know sort of all that huge number of greyhounds adopted have stayed out in their homes as well. So I think once people get to experience a greyhound and what a great pet they make. Uh, they're very reluctant to um, to give them up. So even with the with the lockdown ending for a little bit, you know, people still manage to fit them nicely into their lives um, out of lockdown. I can't wait for this farm stay, especially to go up and just spend a day with all the greyhounds running around. Wow. That uh, that that project it's uh, coming along very nicely, but I know a lot of people are excited for it. Yeah, no, it is. Um, obviously, we're a little bit slowed down, you know, when we get mm. to lockdown and things, the process gets slowed down. But we're really getting um, quite far on with the design phase now to DA. And we'd love to start, you know, once we can, start sharing some of our, you know, ideas and what the property will actually actually look like. Um, so it's, a, yeah, very exciting time. Well, you and your team are doing a fantastic job. And all information can be found at gapnsw.com.au. Yes, it certainly can. And uh, if you um, have a look at the website and then you can also give our team a call if you've got any further answers as well, or questions as well, and they can answer everything everything for you. Oh, terrific. Uh, Dr. Alicia Fuller, thank you so much for coming on and I dare say we'll be speaking again soon. Thanks for having us. Talk soon. We'll take a quick break here before our last guest here on Going Greyhounds. Breeders, we need your help. Why? To support Catwalk and help raise important funds for spinal cord injury research. Darley, together with Watership Down Stud, are putting up the final nomination for this season in Too Darn Hot. Too Darn Hot, Too Darn Good. Bidding opens Wednesday the 28th of July at midday and closes Thursday from 4pm. The final nomination is available at Magic Millions Online. The Maiden International T2000 and it's a sublime knock from Alicia Healy. Hi, I'm Alicia Healy. You might know that I play for the Australian women's cricket team, but you might not know that I've also studied marine biology. While it's exciting to whack on the baggy green and get out on the field, putting on some scuba gear and getting out in the field is just as exciting. This National Science Week, discover just how exciting science can be by getting involved in one of the hundreds of online events at scienceweek.net.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Away and racing. Abel Master stepped sweetly off the inside. Freddie all over showed good speed. Ducker's Diesel pushed up in the, underneath them into second. Up and around them was Cringe. Then came Battle Born and back behind those was Kalander's Boy on the side. And Abel Master wanted to get to the centre of the track, but it's still 10 in front and often gone with the prize. Running double for Georgia Howard. Abel Master bolts in. Ducker's Diesel second. Battle Born third. Then came Kalander's Welcome back Boy to Going Greyhounds. That was Abel Master. Master winning last night at Maitland for Georgia Howard. Many congratulations as you join us for training your first winner there with just your second starter in the form of doing time. Abel Master made it a double in the very next race there at Maitland. It could have only been better if Abel Master had won a debut three weeks ago. Uh, Good morning to you, Georgia. Good morning. Now, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, How old are you? Where are you based? Where did you grow up? Yeah, so I'm 18 years old. I'm based at Kynebar. We've got our own little straight track there. Okay. And, um, yeah, pretty much I've just been around the Hunter Valley my whole life. My grandparents have owned and trained greyhounds. Both my parents have greyhounds. And, well, I owned my first greyhound at eight-year-old, which was Zipper. Right. And, um, yeah, well, now I'm just privileged to be owning and training winners. Yeah, wonderful stuff. And it was it was great to see and all the – 
all of the jubilation on social media too. What were you feeling before race two, during that race, and then after the race to get your first winner? Yeah, well, my first starter, there was a fair bit of nerves there, but he ended up coming second. He got beat by a very top-quality dog. And um, for the second and third starter, I was completely calm. I was standing beside the boxes, giving them a little pat, <laughs> saying, you're going to win, boys. And they looked at me, and yeah, I knew it was on. Oh, you must have been so proud. Oh, it's a great feeling. It definitely puts fire in my belly to go out and do it more. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Not only for the dogs, but for yourself as well. There must be an enormous sense of pride. Yeah, it was it was great to walk back and just see a massive smile on my dad's face. Yeah. Tell us about your folks. Yeah, so pretty much, as they say, they were breastfed on a brood bitch. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so they've owned and trained greyhounds all their life and some very top quality dogs. One of my dad's best dogs, he says, that was Hooray Zipper. He um, was a finalist in the Gosford Gold Cup and he was in a heat of the derby and running down dogs like Simon Told Helen and Hardstyle Rico, which are now standing at stud, but he was unfortunate to have a little bit of an injury to his hock and a career-ending injury, actually. But, um, yeah. yeah, they've had great dogs and, yeah, they're great trainers. I'm okay. privileged to be learning under them. Yeah, and it sounds like you've got a, a real appetite uh, and a real attitude for, for learning and picking up much, much more. Um, now, am I right in saying that uh, your uncle is the late, great John McDermott? Yes, he is. And well, Tell us about your memories of him, because our audience knows John very well and he was very widely loved, even by yours truly. Yes, he was. He, um, he was an uncle to me, but he always treated, treated me like a grandfather, you know, but... Mm. Like, well, granddaughter, sorry, but yeah, he's absolutely. I loved going to the races and sitting up in the race callers box, and I used to chuck on the earphones and pretend I was calling a race sometimes. It was just unbelievable just being able to tell people that my uncle was John McDermott. Yeah, an absolute icon yeah. and uh, so deeply loved by everybody at Sky. So I know everybody tuning in back at French's Forest will, uh, will love hearing you say that. Um, now, tell us about the owners of these two dogs, the Howie Roll Syndicate. Yeah, the Howie Roll Syndicate, me and Ross Penowitz are a part of that. Yep. So, Smokey, which was doing time, I owned him from three months old up until about 15 months old when Ross offered me some money that I just couldn't um, like knock back, really. And I spoke to some people and they said, yep, sell. So, we've had a partnership going with him the whole time and at three months old, we brought together Able Master. Oh, terrific stuff, and it's uh, proven a successful venture so far, even after only a, a couple of starts and a couple of greyhounds. What about prospective owners? Are you looking to, to grow your business as a greyhound trainer? At the moment, I'm just doing what I love and doing a bit of a hobby trainer at the moment. So I'm going into the police force next oh, okay. year. Yeah, so I'm hoping to kickstart my career off as a police officer. I always have the greyhounds on the side, and then... Hopefully I can stand on my two feet a bit more when I'm older and go into the Greyhounds full-time. Gee, to be 18 again, incredibly driven, Georgia, which is wonderful to hear. Speaking of other things you love, you're into your taekwondo, netball photography, I see. Yes, um, first-degree black belt instructor in taekwondo, and I love my netball. I've played rep netball, A-grade netball at 14-year-old, New South Wales, all that. But, yeah, I've had to give, in, I had to give that up a bit through... Um, some knee injuries and a little bit of back problems. I've 
had surgery at 15 year old and yeah so now I just quite along with dad and help him with the dogs and he helps me with mine. Well I smell a feature on the catching pen coming up very very soon uh, about yourself Georgia and about uh, your family and all of your greyhounds which I'm sure we'll get around to doing very very soon. Uh, it's been wonderful to have a chat although all too brief but have a feeling we'll be speaking again soon. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Georgia Howard there with a winning double, including her very, very first winner as a trainer, 18 years old. 18 years old. Uh, remarkable stuff and wonderful to have Georgia ongoing greyhounds. Uh, it's been a top show. We've still got Richmond today coming up with Gosford and Leesmore tonight. Bulleye Richmond and Warhope tomorrow, Casino Gunnada and Dapto on Thursday. Markets are and will be available at TAB. Thanks for all of our guests. We've had a massive show. You can uh, catch the the replay or the repeat on wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds with us.